Tell me more. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Julie. Get ready. We're going deep. Like page 12 of the Google search deep. Tonight, I have a little bit of a different deep dive for you than my normal sort of like celebrity or like scandalous or pop Pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a little bit of a different story for you. So much so that I really didn't even know how I would give you clues. <laughs> okay. Or it is a news story. It's just not like a celebrity or pop culture really news story. And different aspects of the story have like popped up periodically in the news cycle since like just before Christmas. Okay. It's not at all like celebrity related. There was a piece of it that came up in January, a piece of it that came up in February. The thing that I think might make you guess what it is, is that it's kind of sparked some like hot topic debate and like accusations around like mom shaming in the mom blogger influencer world. I'm at a loss. (laughs) I know. Like I said, it's going to be way too hard to give clues. I really, like, those were not good clues. (laughs) I fully admit it. Wait, so are we not talking about Gwyneth Paltrow? We're not. (laughs) To be honest, Chelsea, I was really hoping you were doing that work for the (laughs) both of us. (laughs) I think that's, so at recording of this episode, that trial's not done yet. I feel like we have to know the verdict before we can cover that. That's true. True. Were you hoping we were talking about Gwyneth tonight? Well, that's where I thought maybe we're going with like the trials. But if it's not celebrity, I really have no idea. Oh, wait, no, it's not a trial. There were charges. I'm saying like that would be my guess. Like we were going to do like celebrity trials because they have been coming up a lot lately. But I have no idea. So today we're going to be talking about Dax Tahara, who was the ABC News executive producer. And we're going to talk a little bit about his wife, Veronica, who infamously left their two children alone in a hotel room while they went out to dinner in New York City. I did not hear about this. You do not know about this? No idea. No. It was significant because sadly, he ended up dying while they were out. And it ended up resulting in like charges against the wife for leaving the children alone in the hotel room. Oh my gosh. We're going to talk tonight about who Dax Tahara is as well as who his wife is. We're going to talk about the timeline of events that night and the different things that have come out about it since then. We'll go over statements that she's put out since then. We're going to talk a little bit about whether or not we'd leave our kids alone in a hotel room. And (laughs) I want to close up by looking at whether or not circumstances matter in a situation like that. Before we jump into that, I would like everyone to take a second right now to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love deep diving on these random topics. Mm -hmm. And if you love listening to them, it would be really helpful if you shared it with a friend or left us a review and a rating. It helps other people find the podcast and it makes us feel nice. (laughs) Yeah, it makes makes me feel good. (laughs) It does. It makes me feel good too. 
All right. So are you ready to learn about these people you know nothing about? Yeah, let's go for it. Dax Tahara is or was, I'm sorry. <laughs> oops, <laughs> was a 37-year-old. He graduated from Dartmouth and then went to Columbia Graduate School for journalism. He began working at ABC in 2017. And before that, he worked as a producer at MSNBC. And he produced a documentary called Hate Rising with HBO. When he passed away, he was the current executive producer for This Week with George Stephanopoulos. And he had been since 2020. His wife's name was Veronica. And together they had two daughters They were age two, that daughter was named Sophia, and five months, that was Ella. Oh my gosh, okay, now that you said the ages, I'm like, okay, no. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so we'll, we're going to unpack the full details, and then we'll do reactions. (laughs) Okay. Now, because these aren't celebrities, like, I don't have a ton about, like, where they grew up, and this and that, so this is all I have about the wife, Veronica. She's 33 years old. She's listed as a senior producer at the Washington Post, and they live together in Maryland. Okay. Would you like to get into the timeline of events that took place on December 23rd? Yes, please make this make sense. Okay. (laughs) At 8 p.m. on December 23rd, Dax and Veronica leave their hotel in New York City. It's called the Yale Club, super exclusive high-end place. And they leave without their kids. Okay. They're attending dinner with friends at Bobby Van's Steakhouse on Park Avenue. If you put these two locations into Google Maps, which I did, (laughs) and I will send you a link to, it is, I want to say, one block over and two blocks down. Okay. And Google says that it would take three minutes to walk it. Okay. So I'm I'm sorry, what time did you say this was at? 8 p.m. Okay. So they put the kids to bed in the hotel room. Let me use kids loosely there. Babies, five months old and two. Yeah. They put them to sleep. And yeah, so it's like, I'm looking at it right now. One... And one and a half blocks down and then like one and a half blocks over. So we're not talking like they're in the restaurant in the hotel. Yeah. You have to like physically. They're in a different building. They're in different buildings. Yes. On different blocks on different streets. According to their server, after delivering their entrees, Dax got up and started walking like he was going to the men's room. But he made a right instead and went out the front door. The server followed him outside and Dax collapsed in a corner right outside of the restaurant. Initially, they thought he was having a heart attack and called an ambulance. An ambulance arrived on scene and Dax was taken to a medical center along with Veronica, where he died of what was assumed to be a heart attack. Did the waiter say like why they followed him? Like, he said that he, he could tell that he was in distress. Yeah, so okay. that's why he followed him outside. Veronica reportedly asked her friends to check on the girls at the hotel as she rushed her husband to the hospital. She also apparently placed a call to her parents and asked them to go to the, ho- the um, hotel 
to get the girls. At around 11 p.m. that evening, New York City police responded to a 911 call regarding unattended children inside of 50 Vanderbilt Avenue. So that's the address of the Yale Club. Apparently what happened here is that the parents and the friends didn't have the key to the room. So they went to the front desk and asked to be admitted. Now, a hotel is not just going to let anyone in a room, no matter what type of wild story you're telling. Like, I think the Yale Club's pretty exclusive. Like, they're probably really private about their clientele. They probably are the type of hotel that, like, wouldn't even tell you, like, if someone was staying there. Sure. So I don't know if like they attempted to contact Veronica and couldn't verify with her to let them into the room or if they just have like a no in without a key policy or what. But in an attempt to let the hotel know how like dire the situation was, I don't know if it was her parents or the friends let the hotel staff know that there were children in the room unattended. Yeah. And I don't think letting them know that had the intended effect. <laughs> it didn't yeah, like they were like, them. well, that's against the law. We're going to call the police. Right, because they don't yeah. want to be like culpable in anything if anything yeah. went wrong. Sure. Yeah. So they call the police at 11 p.m. So keep in mind, they left at 8 p.m. So this is three yeah. full hours later for a two-year-old and a five-month-old. Uh-huh. This is giving me anxiety. Yeah. In a preliminary investigation, police found a two-year-old female and a five-month-old female were left alone inside the hotel room for an extended period of time. Following morning, Veronica is issued a ticket and summoned to appear in Manhattan Criminal Court on January 12th. On January 12th, she was charged with acting in a manner injurious to a child. So that was like the main news that came out initially. But then on February 9th, his actual cause of death was revealed. And it wasn't a heart attack that he died from. Was it drugs? No. It was asphyxia due to obstruction of airway by food bolus complicating acute alcohol intoxication. Wait, what? Yeah, we'll break that down. That's according to the New York City Office of Chief Medical Examiner. So basically, he choked on his food, but the cause of the choking was acute alcohol intoxication. Drunk while he was choking? I think it means that he was too drunk to properly chew and swallow. Okay. Or possibly, like, don't sometimes people, like, throw up when they're drunk and choke on that okay yeah yeah but it had to do with being extremely intoxicated so they left the kids in the room and they were like really getting a getting a drink because did it didn't you say that they he like walked away from the table and they had just gotten their entrees Mm mm-hmm And at what point, what time was that? Do you know what time that was? Well, let's backtrack the time, right? So we know that they left the hotel at 8. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean the reservation was 8. The reservation might have been 8.30 or 9. And they might have like met up for drinks beforehand. Yeah. Let's say you take the five minute walk. You sit down at the, the bar at the restaurant. You might have two drinks before you even go to your table. Mm -hmm. Then they might have had appetizers. 
another drink or two who knows yeah I don't know but I mean if you also count backwards from 11 right let's say that they the friends that she sends to the hotel let's say let's say it takes them half hour to get there yeah so she's you know making the call at 10 30 yeah which means and then you know backtrack maybe let's say 20 minutes yeah for him to like get sick ambulance to come so you're you're looking at like 10 10 15 maybe yeah so like two hours I mean yeah I guess you could get very intoxicated in two hours and that's to say that he wasn't already drinking before he left right we don't have any information about what they were doing previously in the day did they say like what his blood alcohol level was No, I don't have that. I mean, I'm sure it's in the medical report, but Mm. all I have is the cause of death listed Mm. here. Wow. All right. So how are you feeling about all these details? Uh, It's a crazy series of events. Yeah. And yeah, that's like really poor judgment. Yeah. So the statement that veronica gives immediately following the death says my family and i are devastated by dax's sudden passing he has left behind a heartbroken family and two daughters he loved with all his heart our family has suffered a terrible tragedy i respectfully ask for privacy while my children and i mourn dax's death pretty normal statement yeah now after she gets charged she gives this statement And this one I want your take on. When Dax collapsed on December 23rd, I accompanied him in an ambulance to the hospital. I asked both a close friend and my parents to rush to my children's hotel room to attend to them as I monitored them by camera. The hotel would not allow my friend in and instead called the NYPD. We had two cameras trained on my children as they slept, and I monitored them closely in the time I was away from them. While the girls were unharmed, I realized that it was a poor decision. What do you make of this statement? Well, okay. So, yes, it's better that they were watching, because I was thinking that too. Like, do you think they had a monitor in there that they could watch them from? Because, like, yeah, that's not as bad then, but still, like, to not be in the same building, I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't uh, like yeah. it. Yeah. So there's a couple things that stick out to me in this. First of all, I don't find it very apologetic. It's very, like, trying to defend herself. Yeah, trying to cover her bases. It also seems to be very accusatory as the ho- accusatory of the hotel. Uh because it points out that the hotel would not allow her friend in and instead called the nypd which is probably i was trying to do something and they wouldn't let me you know yeah so i have read in other articles that they said that it was like a baby monitor and one of their cell phones somehow and it was like a connected call the whole time like almost like she was on facetime with the phone okay but I don't like I, to me that's still a little iffy <laughs> more well, than yeah me. like and like are you seriously out to dinner with all your friends and like well I do think it was just one couple but okay. yeah, no, you're not you can't be continuously monitoring it or what did she say I monitored them closely 
But yeah. here's the thing about the statement, and I might read it back to you again in case you didn't pick up on this. But the statement makes it seem like she was not out to dinner monitoring them. She makes it seem like she only left the kids in the room to leave with her husband in the ambulance. Yes, I was There's thinking no that mention too. of like yeah when she was like, I called my friend and family members to rush to them quickly it's like well it wasn't like yeah like you said like it wasn't like he had the emergency in the hotel room and they left from the hotel room to the hospital right like, exactly we're out already that's really what the statement makes it sound like it makes it sound like he had like a heart attack or a choking event in the hotel room yeah they left together with the ambulance and in the intermittent like yeah. time the friends were rushing over to be there with the girls but she had to go with the ambulance yeah. not that all of this was happening like three blocks away in a different building <laughs> and you've yeah. already been gone for two and a half hours <laughs> yeah yeah okay so I just wanted to make sure you picked up on that as well next I want to talk about if you've ever left your kids alone in a hotel room would you ever oh. do this let's that get into is- all of that <laughs> So definitely not in a hotel room. I I feel like even though they had a monitor, she was closely monitoring it, like you're in a different building and a hotel room is like a public place, right? Like if someone like, you know, playing devil's advocate here, like if someone were to have gotten into their room mm-hmm. and they're watching it on the video, like they weren't close enough to be able to do anything, right? Right. So like, that's where my mind goes with it. Like, yeah, what if like, you know, there's bad people out there. What if someone like, so you can watch all you want from three blocks away. You're not doing anything if there's an emergency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or what if like one of the girls woke up and was like choking or something like you cannot act quickly enough when you are that far away. Right, right. So that's where like, there's a lot of different factors, I think that come into play here. One of them for me was that that baby was five months old. Yeah. How often do five month olds eat? Like, they're still eating like every three hours. Yeah. Okay, so that was one thing that I was thinking about. Another thing that I was thinking about was in case of an emergency, not even the type that you were thinking of, but the type where you actually have to physically get up and move out of a building, right? Mm-hmm. Fire, something like that. Yeah. A five-month-old can't do that. No. They're I mean, in a crib. Kinda, like, re- realistically, either kind of two-year-old in a hotel no. room. No, no, no. So like, they like, can't even open the door. Like, the door is so heavy. You know what I mean? Right. And if you, if it's specifically, if we're talking about a fire and you're out of the building, they're not going to let you in the building. Yeah. Right. So it's not like there's, there's a lot of reasons why this is not justifiable. If there, and there's certain things that in my opinion would have made it better if they were in the restaurant, in the hotel, slightly better. Right. Certain they could get upstairs quicker. You know, if there was a fire, they're in the building. It's not like they have to get into the building once it's like roped off. Then for me, there's also certain things like if the girls were older, where I think Mm -hmm. it would be fine. Like if they could physically take care of themselves in an emergency. You know what I mean? Like, so age, I think, is a factor. 
distance is a factor I also think it's a factor of like maturity like you know your own kids maturity yeah like some people might have a super mature six-year-old and a really immature 10-year-old and you know you might pick to do things differently based on those ages I don't know like honestly I can't justify leaving kids in a hotel room by themselves until they're at least 12 12 I don't even know like teenagers I don't know we if did I'm it crazy. one time we were in a two-story high hotel mm-hmm. we went to the restaurant together all four of us for dinner mm-hmm. in the hotel and like our room was basically right above the restaurant yeah our kids were eight and nine at the mm-hmm. time they knew exactly where we were in the restaurant because we were still at the table that we were at when we had dinner Mike walked them up to the room gave them a cell phone put the tv on for them he came back down the plan was to have like a drink or two instead Liam facetimed me four times in the span (laughs) of 45 minutes I think he also left them a key they knew you know like they knew their way around the hotel because yeah. we've been staying there for a couple of days yeah, and it's a small hotel I take it it's it was a small New hotel York yeah it wasn't a city we were in Quebec but it was okay. a small old hotel so yeah. it was, I think it was only three stories high maybe four total and we were on the second floor and the restaurant was on the first yeah. floor and like yeah they okay. knew how to come out of our room how to get to the elevator how to use the elevator they knew exactly what table we were at in the restaurant they're both confident and independent enough that they would be able to leave the room if they really needed us and come to the restaurant and we know that they would be able to do that yeah but like I said yeah instead facetimed me four times in a matter of 45 minutes and I was just like I'm going back up (laughs) this is not yeah see I feel like with this situation with a five-month-old and a two-year-old the only acceptable leaving them in the room is if you are literally in the next room with a friend you know what I, I mean know. I was talking to someone about this because we're gonna I I put up polls I don't know if you saw those on Instagram I just did oh, it a yet. couple hours before this because I didn't want you to see it I actually <laughs> tried to figure out how to block you so we could do it <laughs> Well, I didn't see them, so I don't know why. We'll go over the poll results, too. But I did come across an article in all of this, because like I said, there's been a lot of, like, reactions to it that are, like, in defense of her. And then there have been reactions that are very not in defense of her. And then there have been reactions that are, like, stop mom shaming. I got a message from someone after I put up the polls And they were, we got into like a conversation about it. And we were talking about how I don't think when my, my kids were five months old, I'd left them alone at all with anyone, but like my mom, like, I don't even think I had like a babysitter for a five month old, let alone leaving them alone. So that seemed so wild. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, that I like, remember, hearing that gave me anxiety. <laughs> I can remember not even wanting to like put them in a bouncer and shower when they were five months old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I was taking them like in the bathroom with me in a bouncer when I showered. 
Yeah, no, I wouldn't even do that with the first. I did start to do it with the second. Yeah, but with my but first, like the whole time you're like peeking out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, five months is young, but so yeah, people. Some people have been like vehemently coming to her defense that this is mom shaming. So the one article that I read that was getting into that was talking about how she had put her baby I I can't remember the age now I do think it was older than five months but she put her baby down for a nap and went out front to a block party and brought her monitor and she's like how is that any different because you could literally walk in your house within a minute right I don't think that's the same no and she also compared it to a dad doing yard work in the backyard with the monitor on them like you could literally be get inside. there very quickly yeah you right. could literally be inside in 30 seconds right where you can't do three new york city blocks and go up who knows how many floors well, yeah. in you're an not elevator. even just talking about like walking three blocks you're talking about getting out of a restaurant walking right it's three blocks. blocks door to door like yeah and yeah. then getting inside the hotel and then going up to the room and getting in the room like that's like more than the three minute walk that GPS says. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I absolutely think it's a hundred percent different from taking the baby monitor outside. Yeah. Agreed. Do you want to know what the poll results were? Sure. I asked, have you ever left your kids alone in a hotel room? The results were 17% yes. 19% no. Okay. I'm sorry, that doesn't <laughs> wait. <laughs> 17% yes, 83% no. That makes more sense. <laughs> yes, that adds. That adds. The next question I asked was only for people who voted yes. Okay. And so I said, were you in a city at a resort or something other than those two? And everyone that voted yes was in a city okay next question was if you voted yes how old were your kids so 20 percent were four to six 20 percent were seven to nine and 60 percent were 10 or older okay so nobody under four okay and then the last question was how long were they alone for and 100% was less than an hour. Okay. Do those results surprise you? Um, I think the like four to six age group kind of surprises me. I was, was a bit a surprised, lot. but also then when you see that it was less than an hour, it makes me think of different situations. Like I was thinking about times when I was little. Like if we went to you know, the hotels at like the Jersey Shore, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they're usually like L-shaped and then there's like a pool in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like I can remember times being on vacation and being in like one of those hotel rooms, maybe for a little while watching TV and my parents being at the pool. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. It could be that type of situation. It could be like maybe someone being super honest and they ran down to like the vending machine and the ice bucket. <laughs> you know what I or, mean? Like it's they all were less than an hour. So less than an hour, yeah. five or, minutes. Or, yeah. And it could have been like I was saying earlier, like if you go into 
the room next door, like maybe you're staying with friends Mm -hmm. and your kids are asleep and you go into the room next door because you can still hear them and everything like that. Like, and you're hanging out with your friend in there, you know, something like that. Well, also, I think it's probably not too uncommon, especially for families that do like travel sports for like Mm -hmm. all of the kids to hang out in one room and like all of the adults to hang out in one room. Yeah. So that was the results, but it also got me thinking and I don't have a source to figure this out, but I was wondering how common this is of like a New York City thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because we, we're we suburban, both of us. Mm-hmm. So the idea of taking a monitor out back, but if you're in New York City, are you taking it to the, you know, restaurant downstairs? Yeah. So it did make me curious how common this was. And the funny thing is that poll was probably almost all suburban moms because like that's who's in my circle. So I would be very curious to get honest answers from like New York city moms of if this is common or not. Yeah. But back to the point of if it's in a building or a hotel and you're on a different floor on a different level, like that quick access is not there, you know? right not possible right I think it that's what no. freaks me out about it it all it depends on if you would have to take an elevator right if yeah it, even if if you're on like the second or third floor you could run up steps right second or third floor and that mm-hmm. would be the same distance as like a house if you're out back sure. you might have yeah. to run up one or two flights of stairs yeah So I could see that being the equivalent. Once you're higher than that third floor, that's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What's the current status of this case? So his death, like the autopsy came back. She put out these statements. She went to court. So like, where do they stand right now? Or where does she stand right now? So I think right now we are between charges and whether or not she will like lead to them whether I mean I doubt it's going to become a trial my guess would be she'll make some sort of deal but I think it's all still in the works I'm sure whenever whatever the outcome is it'll be all over the news yeah so she didn't like lose custody of her kids or anything like that like she still has them as far as I know she still has custody like I said it's a little bit harder to get that kind of information because they're not actually like celebrities yeah. The most recent article I found was just that she was seen out in Maryland. You know what I mean? Like there isn't that yeah. much out there. The last sort of place I wanted to go with this was, and we've kind of already touched on this about like, do circumstances matter? Meaning, you know, they were fairly well off, educated, connected people in New York City. And I don't know if you picked up on this in the poll. I asked like where people, like what types of hotels people have left their kids alone in rooms at. And I put like city or resort mm. or other. Can you think of any other big stories about children being left alone in hotel rooms? I don't think so. What? <laughs> I Nothing's coming to mind. Madeline McCann? I don't know who that is, Julie. Wait, are you joking? No, I'm serious. I don't know who that is. Wait. I really am not joking. I don't know who that is. 
Do Not I know the can? You do no. not know that story? No. Wow. What um, is that? You're laughing, so I can't tell. Well, I'm laughing because I like I'm I don't like follow true crime. So I'm like, is this why? Oh my gosh. She I would say it's like one of the most famous stories under like Jean Benet Ramsey. Okay. So Madeline McCann and her family were vacationing in Portugal and her parents were there. It was like a few families. They all had kids and they left the kids in their hotel rooms asleep and they went to dinner at the hotel restaurant. Now this was like a resort. So the restaurant wasn't in the same building. Okay. But it was visible from the restaurant. Okay. And when they, they, they claim, but they were drinking, you know, they claim that different parents were rotating through and going and checking on all of the kids every 15 minutes. I think one statement was like every 15 minutes and one statement, it was every half hour. But Mm. long story short, at one point when someone goes to check, Madeline's missing completely. And she's literally never been found. Wow, how old was she? Um, was she three-ish? Oh That's horrible. Yeah. And I have a picture of that for you for comparison, since we were looking at the Google map of how far the walk was. Actually, it's an entire timeline <laughs> of events. So This, if you scroll to about midway through, you'll get a map map. of the resort they were staying at. So it shows you where their apartment was. They called an apartment. It was a hotel room. Uh They were on the ground level. Okay. And then the tapas bar is where the parents were at dinner. Nope, that's too far for me. Yeah, it actually looks a lot further in this map that you're looking at than it looked. I've watched a documentary about it, and they show in the documentary that if you're sitting on, like, that outside area that's, like, right by the pool, Uh you could actually see their room from it. Like, you're just on the other side of a pool. I think it says somewhere that it's less than 100 feet. Is it 100 feet? Maybe yards. Um, yeah, but look at that. Like you have the street right there. Right. So with them, I think the bigger issue was that, yeah, they're right on the street. If it was like a couple rooms in. Yeah. And then there's also, so the portion that faces the pool Mm -hmm. has like a sliding glass door, but there was also like a back door over on like the street side. Yeah. So yeah, that would make me nervous too, but they felt like they were in this like resort, so they were safe. And this resort actually had like one of those kids clubs that you could send the kids to, but they had, they had like at certain points throughout the trip, they'd taken the kids there. And they said that like, when they picked the kids up, they like woke up and then they had to do like the whole bedtime thing again and it was like a hassle and I want to say it was like the last night maybe there was some reason why they didn't want them all to be like woken up in the middle of the night 
So all the parents decided like this would be better for the last night. I'm so glad we're talking about this right before I go on vacation. <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> when we were talking about that before we got on and started recording. I was thinking like, oh, I wonder if she's going to use like their kids club or whatever. Well, you know, what? I've always thought and I don't know if it's because I'm like super crazy about these things and just have like these like worst case scenarios going through my head every moment. But when they're like, oh, kids club, you can drop the kids off. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, not happening. Like I'm not dropping my kids off in a different country and leaving them with people I don't know to play. Like, no, I'm not doing it. Like I'll, yeah, I'll let them do the activities while too. I watch, <laughs> but I'm not leaving them with people I don't know. I don't care like how good their reviews and ratings are. No, nope. No, I don't think I would either. Yeah, That's so scary. the Madeline McCann is, like, probably, like, if you Google, like, kids left in hotel rooms, like, this is going to be the top story that comes up. I am still jarred that you don't know who she is. No, I Even never. Opening this link, you didn't recognize that picture of nope. her? Nope. Chelsea, we've, like, been talking about her recently in the group chat. This just shows how little you <laughs> read. No, I just don't get all the messages. (laughs) There was someone very recently who like came out and said that she thinks she is Madeline McCann. And so they're like going to do DNA testing. Wow. We were talking about it in the group chat. You were probably ignoring us. Mm. Yeah, I was busy that day, guys. The last thing I wanted to bring up was that in Googling, because to I wanted to get information and figure out like is this common or is this not common so I was googling like every sort of search term I could come up with with, like kids left in hotel rooms and so the only other story that was coming up with any sort of like high ranking was a story out of Odessa Texas from I think it was 2019 okay this happened in a Ramada Inn at 9 30 p.m so we're talking very different like social class yeah and the Tahara's in you know a private club in New York City in Manhattan so at 9 30 p.m at this Ramada in Odessa Texas a five-year-old child was crying hysterically so the police were called when they couldn't locate his parents Mm. initially when the parents were located they said that they had only left him in the room alone for five to 25 minutes to get something to eat it later came out that they'd been drinking since 2 p.m <gasps> and they'd been in the bar since about 8 30 so an hour they were both arrested and held on bond five thousand five hundred for the mom and five thousand for her boyfriend and then they were both charged with endangering slash abandoning a child yeah so i just thought it was interesting to me, those situations aren't terribly different. And to be honest, I think being in the hotel bar of a Ramada is an awful lot closer than yeah. three blocks away. And these two were held in prison, like not prison, they were held in jail on more than $5,000 bond. And the other mom, the, you know, Manhattan mom was out the next, she was just given a ticket basically that night. Well, but I think the the circumstances, like, yes, does their privilege, like, excuse them from 
those consequences, sure, but I think also the circumstances and how it kind of came out is probably like like if they were just like the kids started crying and someone called like the hotel the hotel called and the police were called and then they were found they probably would have been arrested but because you know what I mean like regardless of what social I don't know I I think they would have been if you leave kids in a hotel room I don't think that like that's pretty cut and dry yeah exactly but like, but I think because <laughs> exactly. the circumstances were different, like she, there was like the husband died and everything. I think that was probably like, well, we can't really arrest her right now because her husband just died. And if we take her in you know, custody, then these kids really have no one. Like, I think the circumstances are like, were considered differently. Oh, I'm sure the circumstances were considered differently. (laughs) But I'm saying like, if they, if the same thing had happened for the New York couple of the kid was crying, someone called the hotel and the cops were called, I think they would have been arrested. Do you know what I mean? Like if they just showed back up together after dinner and the kids, well, yeah, because the kids probably would have been removed from the hotel before they even got back from dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I think if, they would you know if someone had called the cops on them. Like, let's say, let's say hypothetically, the two-year-old woke up, was hysterically crying. The room next door calls down and is like, this kid won't stop crying. Someone comes up and knocks on the door. Nobody's answering because the parents aren't there. Yeah. You would have to call the cops to open the door. Yeah. And then at that point, yeah, the kids would probably be like removed from the room. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's not great either way. No, definitely that not. you know, in one situation, they're arrested, handcuffed, held in jail, on bond. But whatever. I mean, I guess I guess we're mom shaming right now. We shouldn't be mom shaming her. I don't think that's mom shaming. I think that's like bad people shaming. <laughs> like that's just like a very poor decision. And like, they're just like, I don't know, like, are they bad people if they do that? Are they selfish? Are they like, I don't know. I don't think it's mom shaming. I don't think it's mom shaming because I think that she should be shamed for this. Yeah, I mean, it's bad to say. Like, I think there should be repercussions. And I think that she should be told it wasn't smart to do that and like look this is why it wasn't smart to do that anything could happen yeah and you know possibly one of the worst case scenarios happened probably worse would be if one of the kids choked or something yeah yeah and died while they were unable to get to them quickly the idea that people are upset at mom shaming with this is kind of wild to me yeah I mean like the idea that people are coming to the defense is kind of wild because yeah it was a poor decision the only defense I could see would be people being like okay like yeah she made a poor decision and she recognizes that and she's like said that but she really hasn't I was just gonna say Um, that statement doesn't really lead me to think that she actually thinks she made a poor decision it makes me think she's blaming a lot of other people yeah well and that's what the only defense I could see like people 
taking for like in support of her is just like we all make like poor decisions every once in a while like give her a break she knows she did something wrong and she has to live with this for the rest of her life like that's the only defense I could see being brought on her behalf but she like we said she did not seem to think what she did was wrong or like she made excuses for it instead of saying like in hindsight like I should have never done that like nothing like that right it was more blame on the hotel for not letting the friends and the parents into the room and instead choosing to call the NYPD yeah she just skipped over the whole we were out to dinner my husband was wasty face like oh right that was all not included conveniently oh my gosh wait I mean I didn't even think of this but the last time I was in a city it was Philadelphia Mm -hmm. Chelsea some of our friends got so drunk they couldn't even walk back to a hotel that was about three blocks away (laughs) and they got lost so what if they were that drunk at dinner that they got I mean he was he was so drunk that he choked to death so they were possibly so drunk that they would have got lost walking back to their hotel or yeah like to your like anything could go wrong to your point though like that being three blocks away when you're drunk three blocks becomes 10 (laughs) like (laughs) you know right maybe because you're walking in circles yeah or maybe because like you have to stop a million times because your feet hurt really bad and you're just like oh like this is just bad this is bad all around (laughs) bad all around well that's my deep dive chelsea well thanks for bringing the news to me since i was not aware of this story (laughs) (laughs) and also not aware of Madeline McCann biggest revelation of the night for me (laughs) is that you do not know who Madeline McCann is I mean you sent me a BBC link so I'm like you're lucky if I know what's going on in the United States let alone the UK (laughs) well that's it for this episode do you have something you want us to deep dive on send us an email with the topic to julie at vermontmoms.com and be sure to come hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram at VTMom. If you want to dive deeper into any of the topics we present here, shoot us a DM on the gram. We love to chat. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast and subscribe so you know when each new episode is released. 